The scripture today is from John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15. After this, Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, where are we going to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, six months wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to have to get just a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they among so many people? Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place. So they sat down, about 5,000 in all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled 12 baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force, to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Do you ever have a, a talent or a skill that you kind of start learning or uh, trying to do, maybe a sport, and as you're participating, uh, you see the places where you can get better. You see the improvements that you can make. I know for me, uh, particular right now, I'm playing a lot of disc golf, and so anytime I go out there, I see the throws that I just do awfully and I'm like ah I can do better and so it's then like watching videos or learning from different individuals who are better than you of what's the proper form or what what am I doing wrong with my feet work uh, you know always trying to get better it's the same for uh, professional athletes you know the, their craft in which they participate in uh, they're always trying to learn how to get better uh, and they're not always uh, just learning how to get better to get better, but they're always learning how to adapt with the type of player that they may be. Because over time, we change. Over time, they have to learn how to be a different type of player than maybe they were when they first came into uh, the leagues that they're playing in. That same thing goes for uh, any type of um, art 
you know, we're always learning how to get better in, in, in what we're doing. Um, and so it's, it's learning and not just being okay with that first moment of, oh, I'm doing this, that's it. But learning how to get better, learning how to improve uh, based off of how we are as a person moving, uh, learning how to be better in the place and season in life that we're at. In our scripture today, uh, chapter 6 specifically um, is a miracle that we have all heard, and it's one in which Jesus, uh, John is describing Jesus uh, as the Messiah. He's trying to convey this in a lot of different ways, one in particular being uh, the parallel of when uh, Philip asked Jesus, where are we going to get the bread to feed these people? And Jesus answers, uh, knowing what the answer was, and, and that, that par parallel is similar to Moses. When Moses was asked by the Israelites, where are we going to have the food to feed these people? Now, for Moses, he did not know the answer in that moment. But we see here that Jesus, Jesus knows because Jesus is going to perform a miracle. He is going to take all of this, this food that they have collected, these five loaves and two fish, and be able to make them multiply so that they are able to feed all of the men and women and children there in that moment. But Jesus multiplies the food so that everybody can eat and have plenty to eat so that they're no longer hungry. But Jesus also multiplies the food in a way where there's still much left over. You know, when I, I think of leftovers, I think about all of the times, uh, as I call my apartment life, where I would have these grand ideas of making a wonderful dinner for myself, and, and so I would, and then I would still have probably two days worth of food left over, and I was like, okay, that's great. I'm just going to keep on eating it the next night and the next night, and it'll be great. Oh, man, I never opened up the Tupperware from the refrigerator, and so then all of that food that I was able to cook um, ended up just being thrown away, because in my mind, those moments, it was, ah, oh, I would rather, you know, something fresh for dinner. Uh, I would rather something hot. Uh, I don't really want to eat the same thing. And so I'd say, oh, you know, I'll eat it for lunch. I'll eat it for lunch. And then I would go out to eat for lunch. Um, but those leftovers, uh, you know, being wasted in my, what I was doing uh, and, and not Eat, finish eating them. And, and, and since I have gotten out of apartment life, and since I have uh, been able to uh, share uh, life with my wife, uh, Alyssa, she's taught me so much more how to be able to consume leftovers. And, and she is one that, you know, she will want a banana or a bar of some sort. And she really just wants a bite, which happens for a lot of us, right? Where we, we don't really want the whole thing in that moment, but we like the taste of it, so we want to have a little bite. And so she'll put it off to the side uh, in the pantry somewhere, and she always comes back and finishes it. Where I probably, two, three years ago, would have uh, taken that bite and then just thrown it away. You know, 
for her and, and for me now, uh, it, it's seeing that and, and knowing that even in those moments of leftover for that particular food, it still is, the taste doesn't change. Um, and it's still there when we're wanting it later in our life. And see, that's why when we think about faith journeys, a lot of times we always talk about the beginning of our faith journey. We talk about the moment in which we acknowledge God is around us, that moment that we acknowledge and have relationship with Christ who is present and loves us, that, that gift of grace. But I, I want to challenge myself as, as, a, as a pastor um, because when I think about the beginning of a faith journey, a lot of times that is what I emphasize more than anything in my preaching. I emphasize wanting others to be able to acknowledge and to see God's grace around them. And while that is so important and so fruitful, because we do want everyone to acknowledge God's love and God's presence in their life, we also have to remember those of us that have seen God's love and God's presence, we're not done being transformed. We're not done with God working in our lives and using us in ways that we couldn't imagine. See, God is transforming <laughs> lives and chasing after people each and every moment even people whom he's transformed in ways already. When we think about wanting to grow in our faith, when we think about uh, knowing that, that we can grow in our understanding of God and knowing that God doesn't just leave us in that moment where we see God for the first time. John Wesley had a... a, a term for this within his theology of grace. This is kind of that sanctifying grace moment. Us acknowledging God and, and trying to live out God's grace, trying to grow in God's grace, knowing that God is continually moving in our lives. And, and see, if we think about as Jesus is collecting all of the leftovers in one of the translations that I, I read this week in preparation, it talked about Jesus did not want all of those leftovers, all of that, that fragmented food that had been eaten on already to go to waste. See, Jesus did not want that food that was not consumed because someone was full or done to go to waste. He wanted to take that food so that it, it would go to someone else, that it would not go to waste. You know, a different part of that bread and that fish. Because if we think about our faith and we think about our lives, there are so many different aspects and different parts of us. And Jesus may transform us in a way and call us to go to fulfill in, with a, a certain uh, part of our life, a certain uh, gift that we have, but there's so much more to us. That one gift, that one talent, that one calling is not all that Jesus is doing in our lives. We can be transformed and put in situations 
and ministries that we would not have expected. Us acknowledging God's love and God's presence in our life is not the end of our relationship and our growth with God. There's much more to us than that first transformation. There's much more to our faith than that first acknowledgement. And so for us to be people who acknowledge that, that God is not done in anyone's life, that that message of hope, that message and that light of Christ can grow stronger, deeper. Our relationship, our faith journey continues to grow. We continue to be transformed. God continues to work. I had an opportunity to go to a mission trip in Costa Rica in 2000, we'll say 17, that's close. Um, but we had the opportunity to go and to be in community with uh, a lot of other uh, different groups that were coming in from different parts of the, the United States. Um, and we had, uh, were broken off into groups and then able to go and take food, bags of food, to different uh, areas in which the mission organization kind of led us. And we would just go knock on the doors, say, hey, we have a gift of rice and beans, and um, would you like it? And, and then we would also ask, you know, can we pray for you? What can, what can we do for you? What, what can we pray for you in this moment? We had moments of doing vacation Bible school with the children of the different areas that we went to. And so in that moment, right, we're, we're having this wonderful experience. We're, we're really um, feeling the presence of God. And this was kind of geared a little bit towards youth in particular. Um, I just happened to be there because a friend of mine said, hey, why don't you come? And so I went, and, and some of the youth in my, my group uh, really inspired me in ways. Um, hearing them, they kind of had this idea of where they were going in life, and, and through this experience, and, and let it, you know, they knew of who God was. They knew of God's presence. They, they never doubted who God was and that God was alive in their lives. But somewhere... In this experience, in prayer, in relationship with those that they did not speak the same language, they were transformed again to go into their schools and to go and be prayer partners for those that maybe they didn't know, maybe they weren't the same age, but they just needed prayer. And to just go and, and start that ministry where they were, uh, where they were from. And, and I think that's a wonderful example of knowing how God continually transforms us. God continually calls us that we are not done. That there is more of us to give to God. That there is more of us to give to the world in the glory and the name of Christ Jesus. Jesus did not want any of that food to go to waste. As Jesus uses us to multiply the disciples on this earth, 
He wants none of us and our purposes and our talents to go to waste. He continues to call us. He continues to use us. He continues to be present in our life each and every moment that we walk. And for us to acknowledge and to see and to grow, to grow in ways that we never thought we could, to grow in our faith, to grow in our relationship with God, with Christ, with each other, so that the light of Christ continues to grow, that the world continues to be transformed by God's love and God's presence, so that all of those that maybe have not experienced God's hope see that message, but also so that others, too, may be reminded and be transformed more, so that we all may be able to walk and to live and to do as God created us to, to share who Christ is in our lives, to open our eyes and our hearts to let Christ continue to mold us each and every day. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just thank you for the ways in which you are continuing to work in our lives. The ways in which you have not forgotten us. So Lord, open our eyes and our hearts so that we may be continually transformed by you. That we may be able to share your message of hope more and more in our world so that your love and presence continues to consume this world and your kingdom be built stronger each and every day. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.